Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi, welcome to the April 25th episode of the Pier 54 podcast. Today, we're going to do a little bit of general hospital history about the Weber family. We're going to have a little bit of crossover from last week's episode about the Hardy family, because if you've been watching General Hospital for any length of time, you know that the Hardys and the Webers are interwoven many, many, many times over, (laughs) as you will hear today. And this is actually going to be a two-part series. This week, Amanda is going to take us from the 60s through the 80s. And then next week, I will be sharing from the 90s through today. So Amanda, why don't you get us started on the Webbers in the 60s? In the 60s. And on. Alrighty. So some of this crossover, like we had talked about last week, Jeff Weber shows up in Port Charles in 1976, fresh out of medical school. Now he's actually the first Weber, right? Yes. So they actually weren't around in the 60s? Right. Okay. Correct. Because I thought that we had thought that last week, but we weren't 100% sure. Yes, exactly. So 76, first Weber shows up. Jeff, fresh out of medical school, seventh floor, blah, blah, blah. We talked about that stuff. He had a sister, Terry, which I was not aware of, but she was only on the show for about a year, and I have not heard about her since then, so I guess she wasn't a very popular character if they were done with her. Maybe um, she's Sarah. <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> Sarah's living in California with Aunt Terry. <laughs> then um, Rick, who we've talked about also, was presumed dead. He was in Africa. Who's Rick, though? Oh, I'm sorry. Rick is Jeff's brother. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Rick 
was presumed dead in a plane crash. It ended up that actually he was being held hostage. And so he came back shortly after in that year. 1977 is whenever Rick married Leslie and adopted Laura. And then together, uh, once I get into Leslie in a minute, what will go on to together, they adopted Mike and then Laura's little sister, Amy. Okay. We had pushed on, talked about uh, Stephen Lars had come from a one night stand between Jeff and Heather Weber. And then Jeff took custody of Stephen Lars in 1982, whenever Heather was in the insane asylum because she had accidentally ingested too much LSD. I didn't go into Heather Weber. And I think that's when she got crazy. Because remember how last week you asked me, has she always been crazy? I think that was. Yes. As I was reading that, I was like, that's what made her crazy. So that explains a little bit more why he would be willing to pursue her. So she wasn't crazy until she accidentally ingested too much LSD. But I didn't go into Heather because she's not an actual Weber. She ended up with the last name Weber because they married briefly. Okay. But then they divorced. So I feel like we're going to have to get into her. I feel like we could do a whole episode on her crazy. We can cover that. We should probably do like a miscellaneous character. We should. But I totally agree with you because here's the thing. I also did not talk about Heather Weber. Okay, so good. Perfect. Together, we are not talking about her. Yes. I found the same thing. I was like, but wait. She's not she's actually a Weber. Right. Yes. So, so I just want to clarify she like, is the parent of yes someone but we talked about Stephen lars being from the hardy line because that's where jeff comes from. exactly so they really do cross oh, over way yes way more than i had realized until comparing the two weeks. but i consider jeff part of the weber line because his mother is weber right so and elizabeth continues to be weber correct so, so yeah it's a Weber. blood does not matter here yes it's, he's exactly yes he's a weber. but in this case <laughs> when we're talking about Heather, blood does matter, and she's not by blood relation. So I would agree with you on that. Yes. We're done with that. All right, continue. I'm um, sorry, I cut you off. No, that you're good. So in 73, like I said, is whenever, oh, 73, I'm sorry, is when Leslie came onto the show. Okay. 77 is whenever her and Rick married. Oh, because so she wasn't a Weber. Yes. Right, because she but hadn't met the Weber her, yet. So. All right. So let's go back a couple of years and <laughs> yes. talk about Leslie. So before Leslie was a Weber, she had had a baby that she thought had died. And then it turned out that the baby had been switched at birth, but she still didn't end up with a baby. So I'm not quite sure why there's saying switched at birth because in my opinion if we're switching children we each get one. You still acquire a child. But she thought her child had died and then it came to light that this was a baby that she had with a man named Gordon Gray. Um, Unless the baby that she adopted died just like Wiley and Lucas's and Brad's baby. But Man, they really need to come up with some new storylines if we're recycling this stuff. Yeah, I don't think they're recycling because you would remember remember that that child died. And having it die. Yeah. She she thought that when she gave birth to this baby girl, the baby girl passed away. Okay. It turned out that they had given this baby girl to a different family, uh, Jason and Barbara Vining. Okay. So years later, Laura found out she was 12 years old when she found out that her mother was actually Leslie. So Leslie contested the adoption because she had not given her up for adoption. Right. She thought that her baby had died. So they gave her custody of Laura back. Laura was super happy that she was with her mom and they had this wonderful relationship. Then Laura started suffering from an illness and people told Leslie that the illness was because of the mental stress and strain of her taking her from her real family. 
So she gave Laura back to the Vining family for them to continue. Did the Vinings raising. know that she was not biologically their child? No. Oh. No. As far so as that's I just can tell, tragic all the way around. I don't know if they got into that. In all the research that I said, it didn't really talk too much about Jason and Barbara Vining was the couple's name, but yeah. Laura was raised thinking that Amy was her biological sister. Okay. So I'm assuming that they did not know one ever. Well, you yeah, know, because they gave birth out. to a child and they left with a child. Right, and so. it used the word switch. So maybe right. that's why they were using the word switch is so because the Vining baby didn't died. Know. Maybe. Oh. That is very sad. Yeah, that would be super Aww. sad to raise a baby and have it. But I don't understand this whole giving your baby back. Like you take custody and then you give her back. But okay. So I there guess was it's not actually because Laura, like I said, Laura was twelve, so she wasn't a baby, but like an early. Yeah, there's a real life story about this, so I'm actually gonna have to. because oh. it's actually on a 2020, and somebody <laughs> watches too much 2020. <laughs> I have grown up on Matlock and 2020 and unsolved mysteries. Well, I have a skeptical person, but no, but this actually happened. Like this girl, like they were switched at birth, but then the adopted, one of the adopted children passed away and oh, okay. the biological mother of the switched because and I'm going to mess this up just because obviously I am not fresh off the research, but I just watched it. The biological mother of the surviving daughter wanted her child back. So she fought for custody and this girl was a teenager. Maybe this happened in the seventies and this is where they're getting this Maybe. from. All right. We're going to have to, I'll look into this. Look into it. Dun, dun, dun. 2020. I love when we quote 2020. Listen, they do some good work. <laughs> they do. I'm a fan of 2020. <laughs> I didn't realize General Hospital might be pulling from those storylines. They pull too. a lot of real life. They do. Yes, we've talked about that. Their mirroring is on point most of the time. Yes. So I would be interested to see if that was the same time period. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Leslie was then married to a man named Cameron Faulkner. Cameron did not want Laura around. So he kept telling her, like, just leave Laura alone. Like, let her go live with her family, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> she wanted to be with her daughter, obviously. Yeah. So Cameron paid the um, Vinings off to move away with Laura. And when Leslie found out about that, she was obviously not very happy. And so Cameron kidnapped her so that he could keep her. Kidnapped Leslie. So that okay. he could keep her because he was madly in love with her, I guess. And they were driving away and Leslie grabbed the steering wheel and there was a car accident and that killed Cameron. Oh. Yes. They Is used that... a lot of car ac- as we get further into this. Lots of car accidents with Miss Leslie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so not just in the show, like <laughs> Leslie herself. Leslie seems to have a problem just being walk. in vehicles. <laughs> like, hmm. okay. Hmm. Leslie is upset by all of this stuff with Laura and the fact that Cameron has died. And so Rick comforts her and they get married, which made me think of your flip last week with the Hardy family and how she felt kindness towards the oh, surgeon because, um, um, what, what, what was it? Out of gratitude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Rick comforts his way into marrying Leslie Man. at that point. Why can't there's such a high divorce rate on these things? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're marrying for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> it keeps it interesting for us to, to watch. In the meantime, David Hamilton shows up on the show. This made me think of the Laura Kiki, not Laura, Ava Kiki, Ava Kiki okay. storyline. So David Hamilton shows up on the show and he's trying to hook up with Leslie. Okay. And Leslie's like, no, no, I am with Rick. So please stop. And he gets angry about that. And so starts pursuing Laura. Ew. 
at Leslie. Wait, is she still a teenager right now? Mm-hmm. Ew. Yes. Okay. Laura. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here because I haven't got into Laura yet, but just the unrealistic punishments. So David pursues Laura. Okay. Leslie finds out, Laura finds out that he's only pursuing her because he's trying to get back at her mother. Okay. Laura pushes him and he dies and Leslie takes the responsibility for it. What the heck did she push him onto? <laughs> It does not say that. So he dies and Leslie feels responsible because that's her daughter. So she takes the blame saying that she pushed him and killed him. And Laura runs away. Laura is the best at running away all the time, which maybe why Lulu is also so good at it now. Maybe. Is because this is just, that's her answer to anything. Eventually, Laura will come back and she will serve six months in prison for killing this man. Oh, so it's eventually found out that Leslie, yes, Leslie did not, did do, not it. do it. She's let off the hook, blah, blah, blah. Okay. In the middle of all that, Leslie and Rick end up divorcing because Rick has an affair with Monica. Okay. As Monica is giving birth to this baby, because of course, Leslie is the one delivering the baby. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Rick and Monica have an affair. Okay. Monica goes into labor. Leslie's delivering the baby. Of her husband's mm-hmm. lover. But okay. she didn't know that at that moment. Okay. But Monica fears she's going to die in childbirth. So she needs to tell Leslie that Rick Maybe the father, not Alan, because she's going to die. Oh. She did not die. Okay, yes. But Rick wanted a relationship with his baby, or what he thought was his baby. Okay. So Leslie was like, you know what? I will divorce you and take a step back, and you go do what you need to do to get this stuff in order with your baby, because that's what's most important. They do the paternity test, and it is revealed that the baby, which is AJ, is actually Alan's. So Leslie and Rick end up back together. I was just going to ask. I'm like, but here's the thing. She could have also supported him as a spouse. I, regardless I, right it's also like splitting up together <laughs> yes yes I love that show uh, so, do I. so yeah I mean it was nice of her to tell him go pursue your thing I'm not quite sure why they couldn't do that together but when maybe it all she comes just knew out, that she couldn't be there maybe I mean, that's, maybe that is a lot to I can imagine that he is difficult yeah so anyway they find their way back to each other and they remarry and okay. they adopt a little boy named Mike at the, around that same time. Laura's sister from the Vining family, okay. Amy, yes. moves in with them. With Leslie. With Leslie and uh, Rick. But why? I, I don't know. It doesn't explain. Oh, they die. I'm sorry. I do know. They die, but I don't know how they die. If it's another car accident, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> so... Okay. Yeah, so the Vinings die, so Amy moves in with them because Amy and Laura have been raised together. Okay. Siblings. Oh, that's sweet. It is super sweet. My grandparents wound up adopting a biological brother and sister. Uh Yes. One right after another. Like, it was, my uncle was born, and then when they became pregnant with my aunt. Wow. They, so, yep, they're both adopted, and they're actually brother and sister, though. Yeah. No, that's super awesome. It's, it's awesome. Super awesome. My grandparents were great. Apparently, they were mirroring General Hospital. You know what? My Grammy loved the show. No, when did this lying. happen? What year did that happen? Um, late seventies. Okay, I don't have the exact. Oh my gosh, year. That's really funny. No, because my auntie Erica is four years older than I am, so she was. Ooh, <laughs> I wonder if that's it's like, around the same time. Her to adopt them. Erica, I saw it on General Hospital. I think that we figured out why Grammy and Papa started fostering and adopting. <laughs> All um, right. So yes. So they adopted Mike. I'm kidding. They, they adopted before that too. So just, I was not <laughs> okay. thinking 
any and if so good job general hospital for inspiring people, people to adopt to yes. foster and adopt exactly yeah so leslie and rick have mike that they adopted together they have amy that they let move in because she is considered laura's sister yes and then they begin fostering a little boy named blackie parish <gasps> basically do you know who that is no it's john stamos oh I guess he's a little boy. It made it sound, it was like their house was full of pleasant chaos, blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't like oh, a no. kid. Like they were all no, yeah. teenagery. Oh, we're going to have to get into him age. too. We'll have to get into the foster kids of the Webbers. There you go. Yes. Yeah, because I didn't go any further. Right. So that's something him, that we both that... talked about, that it was really difficult for us to stay in the Weber tree. Yeah. There's a couple little a little blips on the way down. Right. But we really had to rein it in. I was to stay right with it. So, okay. So wait. Yes. So there's a, Laura has a brother now, but we've never heard of Laura having a brother, Mike? Right. Laura has Mike that they adopted. Okay. Amy that we know was the gossip forever. And then, but I don't ever hear them referring to Blackie as her brother either. I know it's a foster, but he was not... We'll get into him. Okay. I can't wait for you. He was in and out, but you're right. They don't reference him. Okay. He started his music career. Oh, mm. Okay. Okay. So him and Ned can be on the road together. <gasps> <laughs> Blackie and Eddie Maine. There you go. Okay. Okay. So anyway, then Mike, who we just talked about, don't really hear about anymore, but Mike, mom, Ginny Blake, came back into the picture. And the reason why is because D.L. Brock, who I also I had never heard of before. I didn't realize that Bobby was married before Tony. So okay. Mary, Mary, no, Bobby was married to D.L. Brock. Okay. Who was upset with Rick because he had closed down his cannery. Rick had a cannery? No, not Rick had a cannery. Brock had a cannery. Uh, okay. Yes. But he's mad at Rick. He's mad at Rick because Rick was on like the board and decided that the cannery should close. Okay. So in order to get back at Rick for closing his cannery, <laughs> he brought Mike's biological mother back into the picture. Okay. Which is Ginny. Okay. Okay. In the middle of that is the beginning of like Cassidy and stuff and what's going on with all of that. Oh, really? So there was a car accident in 1984. Car accident with Leslie? <laughs> How'd you guess? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> car accident in 1984 with Leslie killed or they thought had been killed. You'll get into how she was not killed later, but okay. killed. Spoiler alert. In 1984. <laughs> she was just on the show last week. There's so much of a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she was presumed dead after this car accident in 1984. Okay. That later they assumed that the accident was caused by the Cassidine. Before she was in this car accident, she did have time to speak to Ginny about, hey, what are you doing here? I think that you're my kid Mike's bio mom. Because Bobby was like, just to let you know, I think that this Ginny chick's up to no good. Yeah. So... I did respect the fact that Bobby went against her husband to be like, hey, FYI, right, this is going on. But apparently this Ginny chick's okay because less than a year after Miss Leslie is presumed dead in this car accident, Rick marries Ginny and together they have another child, Rick Weber Jr. in 1985, and then they go away. They, they move away. Okay. Mike and Rick Weber Jr. Who would also be considered Laura's, Laura's brother. Brother. That I and don't know anything about. Okay. I'm like, and we've never heard about or right. anything. Okay. Okay. So. So now I'm going to get into Laura because oh, yes. she was like sprinkled into the middle of all of this, but not too, too much of a character. Okay. Do you know why she became a Superman character? Why? Because in 1978, General Hospital almost got canceled. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. How? 
they had the lowest ratings of any of the shows on that Nielsen yeah. happiness. <laughs> and here we are 56 uh, years later. Yes, exactly. Oh, thank goodness, Laura. So the writers decided that the teenagers would bring in more viewers. Oh. So they needed to push Laura to the forefront. So she went from only having like a couple little blips during the week okay. to having over 50 pages of script to memorize. Oh my goodness. That's a big jump. It is because they needed to have her come to the forefront. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned she was 12 whenever she found out that. Well, she aged up or is Laura true age? No, Laura is played Laura. There was a different actress. I meant to write it down and I okay. did not. There was a different actress whenever she first started on the show, which was in 1974. Okay. <clears throat> um, And I believe it was 76 then that real Laura started playing okay. Laura and she has been playing her ever since. Then. Okay. So, so she's not too far off then. Right. Good. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, 74 was whenever she came. Yeah. Well, okay, so she If she was 12. She married Scotty Well, they got and, her when she was 12. Right. And she married Scotty. She w- was married to Scotty from 79 to 81 and when she married Scotty she was 17. Oh. Yeah. How? Okay. 17 and 17. We'll get it. I'll let you get into that. So. But that's, so, okay. So and here's another part. I thought that Scotty was always in love with Laura. Okay. Like the way that, again, yeah. this was whenever I was like baby, baby. So I don't remember it. But just hearing the stories, right. I thought that Scotty was like always all about her. And she was never giving him the time of day because of Luke. And then for some reason, she gave him the time of day because Luke was being a jerk or something. I don't know. That was just my interpretation. Okay. But it turns out that she wanted to hook up with Scotty. And he did not want anything to do with her. And that is whenever she started hooking up with the David Hamilton guy. It was only hooking up with her because he wanted to be with Leslie. Oh, so she did that to get at Scotty? Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again. Ew, Cody, how old was she then? Well, she had to be. She had to be like 16. 16. Yeah. Because if she got she married. She married at 17 oh. to Scotty. Yeah. So she was like. Laura. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And I also want to know why this David Hamilton guy, if he was friends with Scotty, I guess maybe I didn't say that already. I'm sorry. She got with him because he was friends with Scotty. Okay. So she was trying to make Scotty jealous. Okay. So if he was friends with Scotty and Scotty was around the same age, why did this David Hamilton guy even think he could be with Leslie? Because she was obviously old enough to be his mother almost, which Leslie's a cougar. Ew! I don't like these mother-daughter names. No. It's so, no. so gross to me. And honestly, it's mm-hmm. disgusting like the whole way around. The fact that a guy would want to is yeah. gross. Yeah. I mean, it's... No, I know that... A sibling is bad enough. Like, our children are still too young that if we were looking at their friends, it would be illegal on top of whatever. But I just couldn't even imagine... Oh, God, no. Like... No. But technically, my son is 21, so technically it wouldn't even be illegal. And I had him at 18. So, like, I feel like we're as close as you can possibly be. And I still would never, ever no. look at one of his friends and be like, hey. Yeah. My mom was 20 when she had me. And I had a rule when I was a single mom. I was like, I will not date someone closer to my mom's age than mine. Yeah. Because that gave me 10 years. Right. Right. So there's a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. Mm. That's just gross. But it is my personal opinion. But it increased the ratings. And <laughs> we did. still have a show today it because did. of exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So, so thank you, Laura, for saving you. the show with Gross-ness. your drama with David Hamilton and whatever. Yeah. So eventually, not like too far after that, Scott decided that, yes, he did want to be with Laura. Okay. So he left Bobby. That's right. With Bobby. Yes. So apparently Bobby and her husband, D.L. Brock, were divorced okay. after like 83. Sure. So again, quick marriage there. Not really sure how they go through people so fast. 
But anyway, Scott was dating Bobby. He left Bobby to get with Laura. Bobby was upset about that. So she brought Luke into the picture and was like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that Bobby was here first. Yes. Bobby was here first. Wait, when did... Uh, never mind. Nope. We will talk about That's it when we go Spencer. Spencer. You go there. So Bobby brought Luke to come and hopefully get him to have interest in Laura. And then she would get to stay with Scotty. But Laura was all about Scott and she was going to support him through his becoming an attorney and blah, 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 blah. And so Laura took the job at the disco where Luke worked so that she could earn enough money to pay for Scotty's books, which I feel like Scotty's family should have had enough money to help with that. I mean, his dad was an attorney. Laura so. didn't have to be work. Not that she didn't need to work, but again, she was 17, 18, like kind of a lot of responsibility to try to. Pay. Hey, if you're getting married at that age, you better, you need to take on all the responsibilities. I mean, right. I'm sorry. I'm going to say, obviously she wasn't ready for that because the relationship between her and Scott did not work out. As you sure. know, Luke raped Laura, which we already talked about how we thought that was a horrible storyline. Yep. At the time, it did say, thank goodness, it did say that when they put that storyline out there, that they got a lot of people, no, you cannot have her fall in love with her rapist. That's right. wrong and awful and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm glad that the rest of the world responded the way that we did. But still, it increased ratings, and that's what they yeah. were going for. So Laura was still with Scott, but she couldn't afford to quit the job because she needed to help Scott get through his schooling. Okay. She ended up locked in an office and overheard Frank Smith and Luke talking about Frank Smith's business. Okay. So she wanted to quit because of the rape and all of that. Mm -hmm. But Frank Smith knew that she knew information she shouldn't know. So he would not let her quit because he wanted to have control over her. Okay. So then Luke and Laura ended off going on the run for a while because of Frank Smith and his organization threatening Luke and whatever. Okay. Because they like to run. Then they came back and Luke or Luke was like, okay, Laura and I are together because they had hooked up while they were on the run, blah, blah, blah. Well, and Laura was like, isn't no. she still married to Scott? Yes. Okay. okay. So she gets back in town and the press is like, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And she says to the, the press, press. Yes, the press. I'm not sure why the press <laughs> okay. is covering it. <laughs> Maybe it's like a star reporter like Lulu is. But the press is interviewing her on her being on the run and blah, blah, blah. And she says to the press, I still consider myself Scotty's wife. I am with Scotty. Okay. And that makes Luke not happy. And he's like, nope, I'm done with you. Fine. Go be with Scotty. Which again, I didn't realize there was like a break in there. No. So at this point, Scotty has gone to Mexico because again, we all like to just take vacations. Did he think that's where they were? No. He just needed to get away from it. Maybe all the press was hounding him too. I'm not quite sure, to be honest. But he went to Mexico. Laura tried to find him and could not find him. So finally she said, just never mind. I'll get a Mexican divorce, which was not a smart idea because Scotty could come back and contest it but she wanted to marry Luke so bad she didn't care so she went ahead and pretty sure you have to get divorced before you got married right like mm-hmm. that's, that's typically how that's that the rule works but okay. she took the chance and got the Mexican divorce and then went on to marry Luke on November 16 1981 30 million viewers it is still the highest rated hour of television ever that's insane, especially yeah. since it's a daytime show and you had to watch it live at that time. Right. I mean, you could not tape it. You know, I find it hard to believe that they beat the Beatles, but that's okay. Or maybe it's the <laughs> highest rated daytime. Maybe. Oh, I would have to double check that. I'll look into that. It doesn't matter. I mean, if yours, just to clarify it. But yes, it did say it is but, still, I mean, that's the still highest super rated impressive. hour. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and it says in the description online that they had hundreds of guests from Port Charles and Beecher's Corner, which oh is like I didn't realize that that went back that far either. I thought that was a relatively yeah. newer, a newer town. development. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they have other towns in not in Port Charles because Port Charles but in the surrounding the areas. But, but you know yeah. what I mean that they had not named it before, but yeah. they had indeed named it back in the 70s. Cool. There you go with that. Oh, and I should mention that it was Laura that pursued Luke at that point. Then okay, before they got married, she moved into the same apartment building as him, and like was a little stalkerish in my opinion. But whatever. He raped her. She can stalk him. I guess so. But I that makes I mean, it even more weirder. It, right. But but, but mm-hmm. yes. So but I, I guess I did as much as I think that that's weird. I did like that because if he would have been pressuring her, I would have been like, oh my gosh, this is just taking like a really bad turn. Like we should not have them be the greatest love couple if he raped her and then turned around and essentially stalked her. So instead, mm-hmm. I guess she kind of stalked him by moving into his apartment building. And eventually they got together, married 1981. And it was 84 that Luke and Laura leave as they were leaving is when she announced that she was pregnant. It's lucky. So. Who should be two years younger than me, but isn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He can be whatever age he wants to be <laughs> if he looks like that. <laughs> I don't care. That's the one point where even if they turned around tomorrow and were like, he's 20, I would still be like, yep, okay. I'm lusting after something. I'm a good enough long. friend to tell <laughs> you no. <laughs> if it is him, I don't care. Oh, and then you had mentioned, which I had not seen. I'm assuming you're going to bring up something for this since you mentioned it to me. But somewhere in this timeline, Laura repressed a memory when she was an earlier teen of walking into Rick and a nurse named Teresa Carter. Teresa Carter freaked out. I'm not sure why you would freak out on a child walking in on you, but whatever. Freaked out on Laura because she was so startled and attacked her and Laura defended herself and killed her. Did she push her too? I didn't say how they killed her. You were the one who mentioned that to me, so you would know better. So I'm assuming that Shannon's going to clue us in on what that has to do with anything because <laughs> my information, I had not found that. And then it later explained it was a repressed memory. So I'm thinking it was just a blip somewhere in there before she I'm got sure into the I'm sure that they showed it though at some point. I'm sure they then, did, yeah. but I'm thinking it was probably before they got into all the love triangle drama. <laughs> Probably. So that's why, because on most well, of What would have had to have been when Rick was married to Leslie because but he was, he was having an affair. Like right. 10 different times. So I'm not well, sure. one when, time when Laura was before around. Before 84. Yes. Because that was when Leslie died. So let's say that happened in the 70s. Sure. That would make sense. Sure. If you know, let us but, know. Uh, right. Exactly. So. so. So yeah, so that was what I had on the Weber family because I didn't want to go out into all those extra branches. So and if it's I missed, so hard. It is. And if I missed anything, I apologize, but I was trying to not get too far into all the other family storylines. So I just stuck with the main players. And so what was go. the favorite third? What was the favorite thing that you learned? Um, I really, I was really shocked with the fact that Scotty wasn't always in love with her because, again, in my mind, that was set like mm-hmm. he was always pursuing her. So that was shocking. And then just the fact that Leslie has like this sordid past. And I liked finding out. I knew that there was the um, rivalry between Leslie and Monica because we had talked about that look they exchanged. I mean, I knew before that, but we had yeah. talked about that look that they exchanged as I found out that AJ could have been either or and that Leslie delivered the baby and blah, blah, yeah. That made it make a little more sense because I would give that nasty look to someone that I thought had mothered one of my husband's Not children. Not for nothing, though. Also. That takes a lot of courage, though, that if you have someone birthing your child they're in a very vulnerable area of your body right and right. you're gonna tell them something that is super <laughs> yeah i might have waited till i was dressed and like had the baby in my arms uh-huh. but the way this i mean not made it sound we were in the throes of it because she didn't think she was gonna make it 
Yeah, but that was not... Oh, bad things could have happened It just there. shows that Leslie has very good restraint. So good for her. Just not control of cars. <laughs> not control of cars because she likes to wreck them or be... They get wrecked while she's in them. Perhaps she should have taught her daughter some other ways of dealing with people <laughs> to keep accidentally murdering them. <laughs> but, you know, I don't parent how you need to Leslie or whatever <laughs> so that's it that's what I had you're gonna get to develop a younger generation and Leslie I'm sure is sprinkled in there throughout she has a couple cameos um so I guess that wraps up the first week of our Weber family tree join us next week for part two as we talk about the Webers from the 90s through today can't we have a good weekend and we'll meet you at the pier bye bye if you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to. Also, please give us a review. This helps us know what you like. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And also, we're not perfect, so if there is something that we messed up or something that we missed, or if there's just something that you want to talk about, let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Acast and Befeller. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Overfor mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidtrætter alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.